Get Lost in Jersey with Rachel and Jeanette talking about life just outside New York City. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Jeanette. So today you texted me to talk about what? Well, I thought that today's episode could be a short. We've been having some longer episodes because we have so many interesting guests and giving our listeners so much cool information. So I thought maybe today could be a a little bit of an intellectual. Well, I was going to say an intellectual break. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. But I thought maybe what we could do is make a recommendation because people always ask. We share like favorite TV shows or favorite books that we're listening to or reading. So that's what I texted you. Let's do that. Let's do that. And I don't know if people know this, but you can download your Netflix history. I didn't know that. I just downloaded it. Wow, that's like, cool. Tell us, tell everyone how to do this. Okay, so you just go into your, you go to Netflix, go to your account, and then uh-huh. you go to, there's like a download history. I'm going. The first thing is Orange <laughs> is the New Black was the first show no. I ever watched in six, 2016. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the number of rows on mine is longer than the number of rows in yours. Uh, is it? Because mine goes. Oh, how, okay. All- okay. That's cool. How many rows? I'm afraid to tell you. Wait, no, wait. 2,454. So I've got a 3,262. Wow. After Orange is the New Black, it's Narcos. Ours is Phineas and Ferb. That sounds like that's a family thing going on there. It is. It is. And then Arrested Development. Well, okay. Wait a minute. There's something going on here. I am not responsible for all of this. I knew it because there's a bunch of family guys on here and I've never watched that show. Everybody needs to go to their Netflix and download their Netflix history. Yes. Because you know how everybody always says, um, I I know I saw a great show recently, but I have no idea what it was Yeah, Yeah. because our memories are just crap nowadays. I mean, we we Um, watch so many shows. But this is what you need to do is before you go out with friends, download your Netflix history and be like, I remember what I watched. (laughs) Right. I want to recommend a good, a really good show that is German on Netflix that we watched that I thought was unique and fun and bizarre and just different. And (laughs) I don't know. I loved it. It's called Cleo with a K, K Uh K-L-E-O. And it's about a female German assassin right before the and after the fall of the Berlin Wall. So like around like 1987 to like Mm -hmm. 89. It has humor. It has murder mystery. It has what Germany was like, the the contrast between East Berlin and West Berlin. Um, They do really well. And then it's also like a buddy cop kind of situation with a West Berlin and East Berlin personalities. And it's got it that new? German is humor. It, is it recent? I think it is. I think it oh, is recent. Okay. So yeah. that's your recommendation. That I have two recommendations. Cleo. Okay. okay. And you know my next recommendation. Because I can't stop telling everybody. And I don't know. I know a, 
a little bit why this show hit me so hard, but it's Fargo season five. Yeah. Yeah. I really can't say enough about it for so many reasons. And, um, I, and I have to say up front, I did not, I only watched season one of Fargo yeah. and then I tired of it and I said, forget it. And each season is different. So you don't have to go back and watch all the seasons. Um, if you saw the movie, great. If you didn't, it does. I don't think it matters. Maybe it does matter. Yeah. But the movie is fantastic, but it's similar in vibe in it's very Coen brothers esque. The acting is extraordinary by the cast. Juno Temple, especially um also jennifer jason lee and all the supporting actors john ham is so horrendously despicable i just can't believe the creativity they really tackle some very deep horrible tough topics creatively and i think sensitively and weirdly it's funny as well so i don't know it it just seemed to really, I, I can't stop thinking about it. And I saw it a while ago. So I think that's kind of the mark of a good show. It's a must watch. I agree. I, I think it's really, really good in all different levels. You know, it, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it moves quickly. It's entertaining. It's thought provoking. It's uh, infuriating. It's, it's got, it's got a lot there and it does yeah. continue on after there's a lot to think about some of the characters uh choices that they made you know i totally agree with that 100 percent. good yep. recommendation thank you oh. those are my two shows that i'm all right so one That's i've seen it. one i have not seen okay Very good all right and you have to recommend i know what you need to recommend <laughs> the one you binged while you paint Okay, so I'm on the complete opposite spectrum of what you're recommending. And, you know, it's kind of a ridiculous thing to recommend. You either already know about it or you don't care. You know, it's like you're just saying it because it was kind of funny that I just made like a marathon out of watching 271 episodes of Bob's Burgers. Roger was laughing because when he was reading the year and roundup on in the New York Times about the best episodes for the year, Bob's Burgers made two of the top episodes of all the shows mm -hmm. in the whole shows episodes stratosphere. He's like, wait, you might have be onto something. I was like, I'm telling you some of those sh shows are masterpiece episodes, you know? Yeah. And what's happened to me is that I'm so burned out on social issues and social topics, a turn to anything that is either history, nature, or lighthearted. In some way, one episode on Bob's Burgers that I really recommend is season 13, episode 10, The Plight Before Christmas. The thing about this episode that was so weird, I was just like, because I'm just plowing through them. Like I work the day or I paint or whatever, and I would just watch an episode to wind down because it was just lighthearted. This episode hit me out of nowhere. I started crying and I went to Reddit. And looked up people that were watching it and they were like, what happened? Like that episode just rips your heart out. It was, it's just, it's just such a beautiful episode. It's about two parents trying to make it to three of their kids school events <laughs> and how they, how it <laughs> transpires. And, you know, like one kid, the parent's not going to be there. 
and how that came <laughs> through. It was so beautiful and so well done. I give the people the And the thing about Bob's Burgers that's so fascinating is about the creator. I don't have his name off the top of my head, but I know his story, which everybody loves the backstories on people. He dropped out of high school and he was working at a as a bartender at a bar. And one of his high school teacher, uh, art teachers came in and saw him. I was like, Hey, do you still draw? And he was like, yeah, I do. And he said, why don't you come and join us? And he started and it led to his career. I love that kind of a story. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. It was, it's a really interesting story, but, um, and now look at, <laughs> Oh, I know. Crazy. I know he's huge. But, um, so that was mine. Uh, on the show, I don't other. <laughs> it's funny as well. I have another recommendation. Okay, it's unexplained with William Shatner, season four. Okay, what? Okay, <laughs> that is I not am bit, what I thought you were gonna say. Okay, so I what? you bit, haven't even told me about that one. I have been started binge watching it when I went to go see Milo in um in my son. You know, in college at college mm-hmm. the other week. Season four came out. It is so good. It is unexplained so... by William Shatner. Okay, well, he it's his four. It's the fourth season, I believe. It's season four. Okay, and I had tr- I had seen a couple a few while back, you know, during COVID or whatever, where I was just like something to watch, and they're interesting. But this four, season four just knocks it out of the park. There's 22 episodes, and first, William Shatner is 92 years old. I mean, this guy, if this is the last thing he does, he knocks it out of the park. Okay. He, he, okay. he, he narrates it, right? Like he, he I mean, he's like the yeah. announcer. So he stands before, and he sits in front of a, you know, big, huge screen, you know, whatever. And like says, you know, and it's unexplained, you know, like he uses his William Shatner, like cadence. Yes. Like what's an example? So for example, they'll talk about, so they get professors to come on and talk to you about what is the current evidence regarding the missing link, the Bermuda triangle and how, for example, there are these triangles all over the, all over the world and what scientists believe is really going on, you know, stuff like that. It's fascinating stuff. That's very cool. Okay. Now for books. The Heaven and Earth Grocery Store mm. by James McBride. I know nice. everybody is talking about it. It's a bestseller. Everybody. So Deacon King Kong, I read his other book that he was out um, with. This was such a great read. It was so engaging. And I just want to read. In the New York Times, there was a review by Dennis Smith. The description, this part was exactly it. By showcasing neighbors misunderstanding neighbors, McBride shines a light on how communities in America are at times walled apart by difference, even in intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. Through this story, he asks, how do racial and class divides manifest in how we know and see one another and how we allow ourselves to be known and seen? I feel like that was the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And He's such a brilliant writer because he wants you, even though you want to like, he starts with, you know, you're, you're finding bones and you want to find out the history of this town and what is going on. He makes you get sidetracked on purpose. Mm -hmm. So he'll frustrate you by saying, no, I'm going to introduce you to these characters now. But then you get invested in those extra, uh, extra characters. He takes you to those. 
in different yes. directions. And and you're you're really learning about the Jewish community, the black community, and the white community all being forced to come together and meld in this one town um that is outside Pittsburgh and what's going on here and how they're just constantly being forced and jammed together and having to deal with each other in all different ways. And you just see it is such a picture of America then and America now. And I just really appreciated how he's, it's a book that is new, yeah, but it's showing you, you know, these issues that we have are constantly the same issues over and over again, just being exacerbated and exacerbated because of our own history. Yeah. But I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I've, heard, I've been hearing about it and I, I think that it's great that you give everybody the thumbs up that you also are completely taken with it. Yeah. All right. What else you got? So, what else I got is something totally different. Uh-huh. Um, Bridget came home the other day and said that her teacher, um, one of her teachers that she loves uh, at the high school, Mrs. Schultz, shout out Mrs. Schultz, said she had to read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And I said, oh, I've heard of that. This ah, book? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I said, everybody's talking about it. Fine. I'm going to read it first before you, Bridget, because she's in the middle of this huge, epic, young adult fantasy sweeping thing that's like 7,000 pages. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll beat you to it. Yeah. And I said, but I don't video game. I don't like video games. I can't imagine reading a book about video games. It's going to bother me. So I already started with very low expectations. Mm-hmm. It's by Gabrielle Zevin. I loved it. I yeah. finished it in two days. I couldn't put it down. I was totally absorbed. And I mean, I'm so DOS that I remember my the video game that I liked when I was growing up was on the Commodore 64. And it was where it had like little cursors. It was a murder mystery. And you would type in uh, go room left. Yeah. I know things got better after that, but we never <laughs> got Atari and we never got any of those things in our house. So I just... No, I got so hooked and engaged in these gamers stories. It had, I just had never thought about people wanting to create video games because of their own life, not being what they want it to be and wanting to escape in a life that they can create Mm -hmm. themselves. I loved it. Did you read it? Or is it one of the ones that you've started it? I haven't, I I haven't gotten past the, the first chapter. And because I am a game developer, uh, you know, it was highly right. recommended to me to to do it. So I am definitely, it's on, it's by my bed. <laughs> I was, I was actually sad when I was getting towards the end. Yeah. Which is those books. Know. So my book recommendations, yeah. as you saw, I have that. Let's see. These are the books that I have beside my bed. The books that I'm reading, <laughs> that I'm supposed to be reading. In addition to that one, That's a so lot. this this one Roger gave me. He went to see her, or it's called Pregnancy Test, and it's the history of the pregnancy test. I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to read that, but it's there. Okay, so this finished. We all want impossible things by Catherine Newman. Catherine Newman. Okay, it's, cool. It's very good, and it's about um, two uh, two friends, lifelong friends, and one is 
passing away, which you think it would be really sad that that's happening, but there's so much humor through the book. It's, and it's just, it's an incredible journey and it's beautiful book to read. So I I borrow it. it. I can give it to you. Yes. And then I'm reading this again, the gift of dyslexia. (laughs) Oh yes. (laughs) Then this book and these books are the active books right now is this um, Kate Bowler, Kate Bowler. Bowler. We're going to get her on the podcast. All right. That would be amazing. Um, I know. So Kate Bowler. I love her podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've heard that she has a podcast. I have a friend that's really into it's her so as good. well. She's yeah. a divinity a scholar, and she has yep. an incredible. She, story. She's a professor of divinity at Duke. This book is a hundred blessings for imperfect days, and mm. it's like you know, just each each one is a is a supposedly the the story that I heard behind this book is that you know she had cancer and yeah. um and she could only really focus on a small thing to do every day instead of writing. Yeah. So these are part of these blessings. That's great so recommendation. So this one, and this is my new favorite book. <laughs> this is called the immense world by Ed Young. And it is, um, it is a uh, winner of a Pulitzer prize and a New York times bestseller. And it's all of those things. It has all those accolades. And I was at the airport and I saw all these books that had lots of deep meaning <laughs> and this one that was just about nature following in line with, I don't want anything and heavy, cute, fuzzy monkey face. This really explains, okay. How I like unexplained the, that mm-hmm. show that I recommend and this book. So the thing that, that I'm in a place where this book really and truly goes, uh, talks about our senses, you know, and uh, animal senses and how we only know what's our, what we, what our senses can pick up, you know, and how every animal, every, you know, entity has different senses that are doing things that we don't even know. And it really makes you, it's like your environment is not the only environment. There may be more, but I was telling Theo, cause it goes through the senses and how each one, like it, one went through, like how the dog, how dogs smell. One of the things that were interesting, it was like, it's very mean to when you're taking a dog for a walk to keep pulling him away from smelling because, and we all get annoyed by it, because, but that is their, but that's, that's how their jam, they, that's, that's their jam. Everything you know, that, for them, everything, you know, everything yes. you should take walks with your dog just so they can smell. Cause it's everything to them. It was talking about taste buds and it was talking about how we really only have like five things that we can taste and it's your nose that is doing the additional heavy work. Right. I was like, Theo, did you know that a catfish is covered in taste buds? Like their whole body from their whole entire body are taste buds. And he's like, why would I need to know that? (laughs) I was like, like, you don't don't think you're going to be able to serve catfish now. I was like, you absolutely do not need to know that, but I do know that now. You know what though? When he goes off to college one day, he's going to be talking to someone and he's going to pull that out and they're going to be like, wow, that is cool information. (laughs) So that is my recommendation for the people who want to understand how incredible our world is and how much we probably are not experiencing that others experience. Yeah. And that's the thing with the unexplained show that I'm recommending as well. Cause I'm in this place where I'm like, 
wow, I, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like so much is happening that probably I'm not preview to. Well, it's nice to pull focus away from all the crap that is happening that we do see and say, okay, there's a lot that's happening that we don't see. Maybe it's nice to hang out in that part of the world. Yeah, maybe the maybe that's, I think that's probably what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, I think it also helps, helps me personally um, make sense of how nothing makes sense. You yeah. know, you know, that it's just, there's more going on that I, I, we don't see. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope everybody enjoys our recommendations. Uh, there are a little bit yeah. of everything. You know, when we post stuff, please write back and like, tell us, okay, add this book. Like we like these things. We want to hear more from our listeners, what you're into. So yeah, share back, please do. And subscribe, like, share all those things. Thank you guys. Have a good week. Bye. This podcast is produced by Rachel Martens and Jeanette Afsharian. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We hope you share this pod with your friends and family and let us know what you think. Check out our website at lostinjersey.site. And don't forget to get lost. Get lost.